0: is it wednesday again already
1: it's wednesday this is amy
0: and lexi
1: and this is confessions of retail all the tea welcome,
0: welcome back, back to, to the, the shit show. show hello hey everybody how we doing It's
1: episode 16 This is the episode that we're doing at night and nobody has to go anywhere and do anything. So Lexi and I are drinking. Hell yeah, we are. So Lexi knows because she's my best friend. But (laughs) I fucking love LaCroix. (laughs) I don't know. I started drinking it when I was pregnant with my second kid it, like i got a lot of indigestion mm, being mm-hmm. pregnant and Lacroix being carbonated water like really helped my indigestion so i developed i'd never drank seltzer water before ever and i just i tried it and it was fucking amazing it was great for indigestion and and it's really good it's refreshing so those fucking white claws they started making white claws what, like a year or so ago?
0: Yep, those were like the big thing last summer.
1: So I I was like, oh, I would probably like those, but <laughs> I hadn't ever tried one. But then I was at the grocery store the other day getting groceries, and I wandered down the liquor aisle. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was going to get me some more mixer for vodka, you know, get some Bloody Mary or sweet and sour and so on. And I just happened to glance and see the White Claws. And I was like, ooh, I might try those now, you know. But I was looking at them. They didn't really have any flavors that I was very interested in. And so then right next to the White Claws were these, they're still hard seltzers, but they're called Truly
0: oh my god they're dangerous you guys they're really fucking good
1: they're five percent alcohol in a 12 ounce can so if we sound drunk we probably are
0: (laughs) only a little though
1: (laughs) (laughs) so be prepared for episode 16 to be super giggly and probably off course a bit
0: (laughs) we'll try to stay on topic as best as we can No promises.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We made sure to go ahead and down one of these sons of bitches
0: before we started. Only a little 12-ounce can.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're really good, you guys. Not a sponsor, but hey, truly, Hard Seltzers, if you want to sponsor our show, (laughs) us retail associates, we we like to drink.
0: Especially when we get the opportunity to (laughs) (laughs)
1: Finger guns. So, hey. (laughs) Anywho, so pandemic craziness is still going on.
0: It sure is.
1: But the governor of our state is slowly starting to open that floodgate. We are starting phase one of a four-step process that he says, and we are able to open. So, I will be going back to work. If you guys are listening to this on the Wednesday that we release, I will be going back to work tomorrow. That's insane. <laughs> Man. So I'm not entirely sure what all of the protocols and procedures are of that, but that uh, of us opening is. We're not opening to the public until Friday. So we'll have. A whole lot of fun, probably.
0: <laughs> I could just feel the sarcasm. You're like, it's going to be great. It's going
1: to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but so since we don't really have much to talk about work-wise. Work-wise.
0: <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I was doing so good, Amy. I straight-faced the fuck out of that. <laughs> Pat myself on the back there. Hold on. That usually doesn't happen. My poker face is shit, y'all.
1: I need to take another drink. Hold on. <laughs> This one is passion fruit. It's delicious. Lexi's is mango. It's also delicious.
0: <laughs> I'm at this point convinced they're all delicious. They are. I'm was, not a hard seltzer person, was, and I love these.
1: It, yeah, I know. Lexi does not like
0: Lacroix. <laughs> I, in fact, like to roast Amy for her love of Lacroix. You, what do you call it? You call it static water. <laughs> <laughs> it's static water. Um, uh, numb leg juice. <laughs> <laughs> It tastes like when your foot falls asleep. (laughs) (laughs) You know, stuff like that.
1: (laughs) Right. And so she was a little skeptical, but I was like, they're good and they're dangerous. You can't even fucking taste the alcohol in
0: them. You can't. I tried. (laughs) That's like my big limit. If I can taste that it's alcoholic, I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) if it surpasses me.
1: And it's only 100 calories, girls. Hey. It doesn't leave that sugar feeling on your teeth. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what she's saying. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) all right. So we don't have work-related news. So I found this rant on Facebook, and I wanted us to discuss it. So this guy took it upon himself to post this in a Facebook group. This is a customer talking to fast food workers.
0: You ready for this? Ready as I will ever be. I'm
1: I'm hoping I'm, for I'm, the
0: best, but I feel like... I'm predicting... I'm feeling some shit yes. radiating from your phone right now. All right. Hmm.
1: Dear fast food workers, if I'm going to risk my health to pay you money to make my food, Wait. then...
0: Wait. <laughs> I didn't get very far, did I? Nope. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Motherfucker, it is an option to get a cheeseburger. Get your own fucking sandwich shit and make it at home. <laughs> Anyways, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: um, to pay you money to make my food, then you better make it exactly the way that I want it. Mm. <laughs> you change your gloves each and every time you touch anything. You wash your hands with... Hot water with soap for one minute after touching anything. Even if you were wearing gloves, then you sanitized them. Got it? You better make sure that restaurant is damn near spotless. Because if I see even one germ, I'm calling the health department to shut you down.
0: Oh you... Does he have microscope goggles? <laughs> he sees one he's germ. Like, he I looks like a germ. fucking mole off of it. Um, what is it? Uh, Thumbelina? <laughs> no. Um, Atlantis. Oh yeah, yeah, Atlantis. He, he's got those weird fucking super <laughs> goggles so he can see germs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I see wonder, you will change your gloves when I demand it, and you will do it swiftly. You cater to me, all right? Yeah, this may just be some temporary minimum wage job for you, but you work for me. You will obey my orders as I demand, or you will just cease to exist at this point. I tell you what to do and how to do it. And if you don't think I'm supervising, you got another damn thing coming.
0: So, hold on. (laughs) Wait, I need a minute.
1: (laughs) I broke her. (laughs) She's all twitchy.
0: (laughs) No, go home. You're going to get a spitty cheeseburger if you talk to people like that. I'm just saying. Did you say you wanted extra sauce? (laughs) I hate when people think that i hate when people are that fucking entitled first that of
1: all fast food is not necessary it's not it's i'm not, going- not say i mean it's necessary for the employees
0: mm-hmm. it's necessary
1: for them to work but it's not necessary for them to get treated that way
0: oh my god it doesn't make it easy they already have high volumes of orders oh my gosh
1: I'm I, like, they probably haven't been busier, you know? Like, they're so busy now compared to what they were. Like, it's so weird. The fucking world shuts down except for restaurants, and now restaurants are making so much fucking money because everybody's staying home and ordering out.
0: It's insane, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh my gosh, dude.
1: It's a shit show out there, you guys.
0: Oh, speaking of, I ordered my first DoorDash <laughs> order today. <laughs> you guys. So here's what happened. I placed the order and they tell you the driver's name and they give you updates like, oh, they picked up your order. Oh, they're on their way. Oh, they're nearby. So I'm like, all right. And I'm trying to be all excited and waiting. I got Amy over here. She's she's checking out for me. She's (laughs) peeping out the window looking like the kid from the grudge i
1: am i'm seriously like she wasn't doing the, the mouth, bottom
0: she wasn't doing the mouth poppy thing uh, that was the that was the only difference <laughs> if if that would have happened i would have freaked out and grabbed some holy water um no so she's like okay i think he's gone and i go <laughs> all right so i fucking get up and i go to the front door and i Oh, my God. You guys, as I'm fucking reaching for the doorknob... Oh, wait. Hold on. People don't know.
1: I have a glass door. Like, my door has a big old window so you can, like, see out. You know, it's partly frosted or whatever the fuck it... I don't know. It's like
0: a... Yeah, it's a frosted window. It's all pretty and designy, right? Well, so I'm leaning in to grab the handle to open the door because I think this guy is gone. <laughs> And, as my fucking head is like an inch away from the glass, dude knocks right where my head is. Oh my God, I've never <laughs> been so fucking terrified for fast food in my life. You're like holy shit, I was so fucking scared. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing even happened. I was like, <sighs> <laughs> He literally just touched the door. Like he knocked so lightly and then left. You know I just realized in the directions that said not to knock. Yeah, I know. I left a
1: dire- I left directions saying not to knock, but I mean, I didn't hear him knock. It was super
0: light, yeah. <laughs> then, it freaked me out. <laughs> I
1: was like, "Oh my god. It's his way of proving that he knocked or that he came or something. I don't know.
0: Just in case, yeah." Okay. Back to the rant. Dude's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um I feel like if his name made it to a restaurant with that post next to it, You probably wouldn't get service. No. That's, I don't care where you are in life. I don't care if you have $1 or $2 billion. If you cannot respect your fellow human, there's a problem with you. Right? You need to fucking respect other people, respect their space, their existence. It shouldn't be complicated. It really shouldn't be. But we've really complicated it. To kind of, like, sugarcoat that we're all assholes.
1: <laughs> right. Honestly, like... <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm a perfect person.
0: Because I'm not. I can totally be a bitch.
1: But, oh, yes. if people <laughs> If people get me riled up enough, trust me. I can totally be a bitch. It takes a lot to get me super riled up. I'm, like, chill, laid back, you know, like... It takes a lot. And for somebody to get me that upset, they have to be a fucking shitty ass person. (laughs) Anyway, so,
0: yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, Jeff. You don't get my cheeseburgers. (laughs) Mm -mm. I ain't making shit. I can't disagree with the comments about hygiene. The but not the
1: unnecessary of, hygiene. Well,
0: no. the, the the level of hygiene in a pandemic should be pretty high. However, if you're going to bark at me and demean me to meet those means, nah. Nah. You can go. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> we're
1: already doing plenty.
0: <laughs> Trust me, we won't miss the ten dollars you were gonna spend here. I fucking <laughs> promise. It'll get replaced. I promise. I fucking hate when people, are like that.
1: Right? Like they try to act so entitled because they're spending their money here. Like the 20 people that came in before you weren't.
0: <laughs> it's a male Karen. A Marin. It's a Chad. It's Fuck a you, Chad. Chad. Fuck you, Chad. <laughs> Except for that's not your actual name. Fuck you, gay. <laughs> that's also not your name, but you get it. <laughs> oh, good grief.
1: So these are things that people are dealing with right now.
0: I get that you're all cooped in your house, but like, don't take it out on the fucking person making 800 cheeseburgers you don't, for you bastards. You
1: don't fuck with the people that are preparing your food. You should know that.
0: Man, there was a day, and age. You've seen
1: waiting, right? That shit does happen. <laughs> it does.
0: <laughs> Look, I've witnessed some shit. I won't do it. I fucking trust karma I too much either, to bite yeah. me in the ass. Yeah, me neither. But I, <laughs> I have seen some dirty sandwiches be made. Uh huh. Ho ho ho. Mm. <laughs> I worked at a few different places. With sandwiches. Just say it, I you guys.
1: Don't... Karma: what goes around comes around.
0: Be, be nice. Good.
1: Be good people.
0: It really is that simple. (laughs) Ta-da! Sparkle, sparkle. We don't really have much else for work.
1: We're gonna move on now. Other than
0: that that asshole.
1: In the news. In the news. We all know people can be wild.
0: Yes, even in public. Sometimes
1: things get so wild, they make the news. Hey,
0: here's some news articles we found. I have some recovery from that asshole. <laughs> Actually, I have a really sweet one. Well, that's good. Do you have a sweet one? Mm, um, No, not...
1: I mean, it doesn't really have any emotion, really. <laughs>
0: Mine was a very nice gesture. Texas Roadhouse CEO gives up salary to help frontline employees. So the Texas Roadhouse CEO, Kent Taylor has elected to forgo his base salary and incentive bonus. The steakhouse chain revealed Wednesday in a securities filing. The move is effective from the pay period beginning March 18th and continuing through January 7th. It's like a whole year? Uh, Texas Roadhouse said... Well, yeah,
1: if he's giving up a salary, that's a whole year.
0: Yeah. Uh, Texas Roadhouse said the additional funds would be made available to assist frontline hourly restaurant employees. Dang, um, so this
1: guy's opting to not get paid for a whole year.
0: Just so everybody's okay.
1: That's awesome. The CEO. I mean, he probably makes a lot of money, so he probably has plenty of money to be able to last a year without getting paid.
0: <laughs> but there's so many people in that same position that wouldn't bat an eye. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking remarkable. According to Louisville Business First, Taylor's compensation was $1.3 million in 2018. What? Dang.
1: He made $1.3 million in 2018? Yeah.
0: So he started the business in 1993. Hey, that's my year. <laughs> into the world, just like Texas Roadhouse. What? <laughs> um, he opened the first Texas Roadhouse in Clarksville, Indiana. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Interesting. The company has since grown to 611 restaurants in 49 states and 10 foreign countries. Of those, five hundred and fourteen are company run.
1: Oh, like others are independent franchises mm-hmm. and such.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh they said that it expanded its carryout option for corporate stores to curbside service. Um the brand as of March nineteenth had not closed any of its US locations, and each were operating on a limited or to go basis.
1: We're gonna be getting one here in town. Ooh. Eventually. Have you fun know going pandemic
0: broke. and such you probably won't see it i know oh i cried about it earlier i'm gonna miss you oh i know <laughs> it'll be okay well so yeah that's very sweet that he <laughs> did that we're gonna circle back <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you guys didn't pick up on that i'm moving we'll talk more about it later <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll get for, back to that. For
1: now in the news. <laughs> What's your article? Uh my news article comes from Como News. Seattle issues emergency order caps delivery app fees for restaurants at fifteen percent. I chose this because we both do DoorDash and it is still related to fast food and restaurants and so on. So it is also, you know, pandemic relevant as well. Um so while food delivery is on the rise in wake of the novel coronavirus, so are complaints against expensive delivery fees alongside a current commission of 10% to 30% on orders.
0: That's mm-hmm. that's high, right? It is very high. Uh, when you're getting so many orders, your app crashes every Friday? Yes. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't think you need that much. You would be coasting in the millions on just 1%. Honestly.
1: Seriously, yeah. Um, third-party apps like DoorDash, Grubhub, and Caviar. Caviar. It's a thing. I've never heard of that one.
0: It's not um, as big anymore. In,
1: in Seattle now may only charge restaurants up to a 15% fee. Good. Uh, to give you guys a little like side bar, <laughs> a lot of restaurants that are offering delivery right now are still using DoorDash. So if you order on like their actual website instead of through the DoorDash app, it actually gives the restaurant more money And you still get a DoorDash driver, and you can still support them and give them a tip as well. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So um, that's kind of the issue here is a lot of restaurants are having issues with being able to make money right now because they're paying DoorDash and Grubhub and stuff, like, so much money for fees and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Unfortunately, some third-party delivery services are charging exorbitant commission
0: fees. Want to try that one again?
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it says. Exorbitant? Exorbitant commission fees, which exasperates the financial hardship many restaurants are already experiencing. All right.
0: Hold on. <laughs> You did good. I did it. You did it. (laughs) You read better than I could have through Um, that one. God, I would have messed that up so bad. (laughs) Like the last page in Fox and Socks.
1: This commission cap will be critical to ensuring that delivery and takeout remain viable options and don't cause increased financial hardship. For the restaurants. and such. Fuck yeah. Um, Notably, the order requires 100% of tips from third-party apps to go directly to the driver's. Of course, it is also illegal for a third-party app to reduce driver pay rates as a result of the order.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Grubhub isn't happy. While the company recently announced a deferral of $100 million in fees, but not a cancellation, it's claimed the San Francisco order would up costs for customers by as much as $10 an order.
0: Jesus.
1: DoorDash, owner of a third-party app, Caviar, as well. I didn't know that, but I didn't know Caviar was a thing either until right now.
0: I didn't know DoorDash was owned by Caviar.
1: No, DoorDash owns Caviar.
0: Oh, that I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm pretty sure DoorDash owns Shipped too.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so DoorDash points to the fact that it has already slashed its commission and marketing fees by half through May due to the crisis and called a proposed order in Chicago to cap fees at 5% unconstitutional. Many of the apps argue during times that they are helping drive more business to restaurants via takeout and delivery, bonus money after dine-in services, but when there is no dine-in services at all, restaurateurs and chefs would contend that they are simply taking away money, period. Mm.
0: At that point, When it gets to a certain percentage, yeah, they're just robbing you blind. Yeah, so that's why... They're
1: taking all those profits. The whole point of this was saying that Seattle is issuing an order that delivery fees can only... that It caps at 15%. It
0: should be. Yeah.
1: The whole point of that was not only because we're drivers, um, but also the other day, I was ordering some uh, B-dubs and I was going to use the dash app to do it and i went through and i ordered it and it was like 70 dollars with tax but that was to feed a family of five you know three adults two kids (laughs) yeah um and i was like damn that's high (laughs) and then my husband fucking sitting next to me while i'm sitting there ordering b-dubs on dash his fucking phone comes up with a fucking b-dubs ad How fucking freaky is that? That Facebook needs to stop, okay? (laughs) While I'm ordering B-dubs sitting next to my husband, he gets an ad pop-up on his for B-dubs that says that they're doing free delivery, you know, no delivery fees if you order through them. Yeah. So uh, what was fucking $70 on DoorDash, I turned around and ordered the exact same fucking thing uh, uh, off of B-dubs, and it was only $50. Wow. Twenty fucking dollars in fees with DoorDash, that's insane!
0: <laughs> Damn, holy shit, dude! Right? I've seen plenty of other examples like tip differences. Yeah. Oh man, that one freaked me out for the longest time. I never had the nerve to ask a customer to show me how much they tipped though. You I would you give me? Would you really give me?
1: Especially <laughs> right now though. Where right now it's all con. Okay. Sidebar again. I'm like, I went out dashing the other day and every single order was a no contact order. Tell me why everybody was outside waiting for me. Every single order that I, it's awkward because when you set up a no contact order, DoorDash has changed their freaking um, delivery stuff now to where like once you swipe that you arrived. You have to take a picture and you have to write a text message in the fucking app. Like it's not a separate thing, go to text them. No. Like really? you, these are required things before you can submit for delivery. So when these people are standing there, which is nice, you know, which I think is funny though. But I've I've been door dashing pre-pandemic, right? And pre-pandemic, I had issues with finding places because people wouldn't turn their lights on and shit. But yeah. now people are in the fucking road like waving me down like, hey, you have my food. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have to fucking take this awkward ass picture uh, <laughs> and send them a text message saying, hey, I handed you your food.
0: <laughs> you remember that time? Well, here's a picture for a memory for you. <laughs> it just <Welcome>. happened though. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny shit. I'm
1: like, all right, I'm going to take your picture now. Smile with your food. Like,
0: <laughs>
1: They're like, what?
0: I now pronounce you customer and food.
1: <laughs> Guys, it's no contact for a reason. Stay inside. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind human interaction, but we're not supposed to be interacting right now.
0: <laughs> There's literally a state shutdown about it. <laughs> Half the world shut down about it, like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is it for in the news. Woo. So oh, do we want to take this time to talk about my move?
0: Yeah, and then we'll we'll recover with the back room.
1: <laughs> so I am moving away, not just slightly moving.
0: I am moving, moving. Like half across the fucking country moving.
1: I'm coming to a desert near you.
0: (laughs) Finger guns. (laughs) Hey, I'll be really close to Las Vegas. I'm just saying.
1: I'll be I'll be close to like Disneyland and stuff too. You know, even though the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is in Orlando, which is the exact opposite direction of which way I'm going. But that I think just means that they're we have
0: to go first. No. <laughs> I think
1: that they're working on building the um like the Marvel uh, in in um California. Anyway.
0: the Disney.
1: <laughs> so I'm moving away. Um it just puts us closer to family, really. Um if I could just take this house and all of the people and just uproot them and move them with me. I'd be more than happy. Like, there's not really a specific reason enough to move other than it just puts me closer to family. Not just my family, but also my husband's family. It's really hard for me seeing my girls grow up without their grandparents. I was so close to my grandparents.
0: There's nothing like having grandparents in your life. Nothing compares. Not.
1: Not only because I can pawn my kids off on them. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, every kid needs their grandparents. Mm-hmm. You, know, you need somebody that can spoil you. Uh, mom and dad can't spoil you like grandparents can. So, we're going to be moving. Um, <laughs> we'll be gone before school starts. But, fear not. The podcast shall continue. Yep. Via remote. <laughs>
0: via remote. <laughs> you mean remotely?
1: <laughs> yeah, via remote. <laughs> the shit show expands.
0: <laughs> that it does. It'll be a whole new place. <laughs> It'll span across many miles, this shit <laughs> many, show. Many miles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, with that news out of the way, we are moving on.
0: Is it backroom time? To the back
1: room. Alright, everybody grab your hand sanitizer. We're about to get dirty.
0: It's about to get gross, for real though
1: Brace yourselves. The back room is coming.
0: That's right. It's coming. Uh, (laughs) Gross.
1: And Lexi and I are drunk. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be extra giggly.
0: Oh, I'm ready. Are you? Oh, my gosh.
1: I found some interesting backroom titles for you tonight.
0: All right. (laughs) All right. What you got? (laughs) You're not ready. I'm not ready. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm a little ready now, though, since you said I'm not. It's like the rebel brain. We were just talking about this earlier. Granny loves cock. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I take it all back. I'm going to go die now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> First of all, this grandma on this fucking cover has definitely had a boob job.
0: Oh, yeah, she totally and has.
1: And she really doesn't look bad. She's 63. She is 63
0: years old. I could only hope to look that good at 63. <laughs> I feel like I look about that right now. <laughs> she got a small waist. She looks good.
1: <laughs> anyway, so. So Silver Fox, huh? Granny loves cock too. They're old and boned. Maybe when they were younger, they would have been afraid of taking on giant porn cocks. But now they're in their 50s. They are ready to take it all
0: in. She was in her 50s?
1: No, she is 60. Okay. And the other, like, the, I don't know why it said that. Everybody on this fucking is si- at least 60 years old. Look at all these 60-year-olds just fucking, fucking.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know if I could still be that spry at 60. The best
1: gilf porn in the world. Gilf, oh my God. 60plusmilfs.com. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> He said gilf. That's what it says. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. This is real gilf porn shot by the worldwide leaders. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Anyway. I know,
0: but they're into (laughs) grandma, I told you you weren't ready. I wasn't ready. Gilf. (laughs) Granny loves cock, too. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. All right. So my first one is titled Utterly Ridiculous. Utterly. (laughs) And the cover has a bunch of girls holding their boobs and a cartoony cow on the top. Look. (laughs) Utterly (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Get it? (laughs) I mean, when I was nursing and I had to go and pump, I would say, I'm going to go milk my udders.
0: Dude, I would say the same shit, though. It's what you feel like. It's the first thought you go to. (laughs) What's funny is we got milk from goats, well, way before we got milk from cows, but we only associate it with cows now. (laughs) Utterly.
1: Are they utterly delicious?
0: (laughs) No, they're utterly ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. It says... Four hours of Vivid's Biggins. Biggins? I'm guessing that's the uh actress here. Her name is Vivid.
1: Oh. <laughs> You're really not ready for this one.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. I really can't. Yeah, you can. We're here now, Amy. Are <laughs> <laughs> you gonna lean into it? Smelly hairy armpits. Okay, that's three words. Is that also a film? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, is this some like Look, fetish shit?
1: It's the smell of desire. My smelly pits are full of hair. If this turns you on, I'm willing to share.
0: Oh my god, they even went Susie with it. <laughs> and this little who went down there. <laughs>
1: Look at this! Look at
0: all that hair. That is so much. <laughs> Look at this. I wonder if he if he even found it. You know what I mean? Like you have to do some really good "Where's Waldo." <laughs> it's the smell of desire. <laughs> no, it's okay. the smell of you need a deodorant. <laughs> okay, so the smell they're talking about is called pheromones, and yes, it's in sweat, but that doesn't mean sweat doesn't stink. <laughs> sweat fucking stinks. Oh, I couldn't do it.
1: I couldn't do it. <laughs> Sweaty, hairy armpits. Apparently, there's a kink for that.
0: You know, it doesn't surprise me.
1: I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kink shaming. I'm surprised.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not even mad. I'm really just impressed. <laughs>
1: nope, I'm not impressed. A whole <laughs>
0: wheel of cheese. <laughs> impressed
1: <laughs> is not the word. <laughs> Disgusted, but intrigued. <laughs> Nope. Mm. Intrigued. <laughs> like, no. Intrigued is also not the <laughs> word.
0: Nope. <laughs> hey, you don't want to do some pit play? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god, I wonder if that's what it's actually called. <laughs> so I've got Peter Pan Triple X. <laughs> Say uh another Axel Braun
1: parody. He said second star on the right and straight on till morning.
0: <laughs> Hard on till morning. <laughs> So it says, take a magical trip to Neverland with uh, Windy, Tiger Lily, and two very mischievous mermaids as they help Peter fight the villainous Captain Hook and rescue Tinkerbell, played to perfection by Riley (laughs) Steele.
1: Of course it's Riley Steele. Someone's got a favorite. (laughs) she's very well known in the adult
0: world I know but she's very well known in the Axel Braun parody world (laughs) very (laughs) right, uh, with an all star cast steamy sex and the high production value that fans have come to expect Peter Pan XXX is an exciting exhilarating unforgettable erotic adventure Ooh. I couldn't watch this. Alright. I couldn't watch a a porn based off of one of my favorite Disney movies. Look,
1: I tried to watch Pirates with my husband once, okay? (laughs) It was the worst fucking idea ever. Like, there was no getting in the mood it was just fucking laughing the entire time you
0: were either laughing hysterically at it or you're like cringe face eye twitchy you're like what the fuck (laughs) is this just
1: like he's sitting there wearing a fucking pirate shirt right it's all floofy and stuff and and and
0: but he's not wearing
1: any fucking pants why is he not wearing any pants and he's fucking (laughs) he's just like hard and, and he's just standing there with these two girls at his feet he, and he's like I am the world's greatest pirate hunter and then she the girls go you are the world's greatest
0: pirate hunter oh that's so hot what the fuck I'm like I can't with this this is not it for me No,
1: nope. I am not you a porn are. person you
0: are the world's greatest
1: pirate hunter <laughs> Oh yeah, baby. Tell me again. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I am so not a porn person. I just watch the porn, you know. I- I- of course it has to have a fucking storyline like, oh, I'm delivering pizza. Look at all this sausage I have
0: in my pants. And I'm <laughs> like, what? How did my penis fall into the pizza box? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> and I'm
1: just like, what the fuck this would never happen in real life. And right? My husband's like, we know. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, as long as we're all on the same page here.
0: (laughs) It's not about how realistic it is. Okay. It's all about the creativity and the imagination. And
1: then it, but then, it fucking puts on so much freaking extra pressure for women though I'm just saying
0: oh it totally does like
1: don't get me wrong I don't fucking care if people watch porn and stuff I'm not upset about it but I mean that's porn and then there's real life like, And so when people are trying like when there gets that blurred line where they don't understand the difference between porn and real
0: there's a lot of those
1: Yes, I know
0: <laughs> yeah no I've totally we have to understand
1: that too. realistic. And fantasy. just Remember there's a line. (laughs) It doesn't get blurred. This isn't Robin Thicke up in here. There ain't no Miley Cyrus. (laughs) There are no blurred lines. (laughs) (laughs) Is it
0: tea time? Tea time. Clink. Clink. So this one is titled, Had to Call the Cops. So the other night I had two regulars come in. This is pre-pandemic. I'm just going to let y'all know now. We have to, like, differentiate them now. I know. Isn't it odd? <laughs> this <laughs> is before whole... hell, okay? <laughs> it's a whole new day and age right now. All right. So the other night, I had two regulars come in. Most of the time, we have no issues. They sit, drink, and play our slot machines, and we have a mutual understanding. I don't expect tips. They don't expect anything special besides refills when asked for. Of course, this changed when Young Asshole came with one day. Um, the two regulars bring him into our place, quietly chatting and complimenting us. He acted like he had something to prove to the entire restaurant. So, of course, not only does he get our biggest drink to order, he gets two. <laughs> two. Count them. Two marshmallows. Uh, two hours go by, and they've all lost their budget on the slot machine, so they just sit and chat while sipping he had uh He had to beg his friends to help him drink, and even then they still had about half a cup left at this point. He asks for a container to take his drink to go. You can't take drinks to go, apparently, he thought he could <laughs> maybe it was the the drink itself talking to him. He's like, You're coming home with me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I know some other local restaurants allow this, but we are not licensed to do takeouts, nor will we ever take that risk. We politely decline and tell him that we won't mind him taking his time to finish his drink. Then he starts to get belligerent. He launches into a spiel about how uh, he's owned a certain service and he paid good money on slots, so he should be given a container. We still refuse because at this point he's slurring his words and that's already a red flag feel like I'm slurring my words Poor as I'm reading it. our words. <laughs> I'm at home, and I'm not badgering a waiter. Right. I turn my back, and this guy had the audacity to sneak into our employee work area and take one of our empty tip jars and pour his drink in there after dumping the coins out onto the floor.
1: Excuse you, sir. <laughs>
0: at this point, we're tired of him and firmly tell him and his friends to leave. The two regulars look nonplussed. Like, this is normal, and pay for their share and uh, leave him still holding our tip jar full of cocktail, and we're not letting him leave with it. He decides this means he doesn't have to pay the bill, and when we threaten to f- call the cops, he throws the container at the manager. Oh, no. <laughs> like, come on, dude. <laughs> you won't let me take it? I'm going to throw it at you. <laughs> At this point, my coworker reacts and puts him on the ground in an arm bar. He's crying and screaming the whole time it takes the cops to arrive and they take him off of our hands. We haven't seen him or the two regulars since.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not surprised.
1: <laughs> Alright, so this is also pre-coronavirus. <laughs> Says, I got a good one. <laughs> Meet. We'll just call her Karen.
0: (laughs) Fitting name. Yes. I hear they're very offended by that these days. They are. (laughs) Have you guys seen the K word is equal to the N word rant? It's not. Look, Karen. It ain't the same. No, it's not. You cause problems. That word caused problems. (laughs) It ain't the same.
1: It's not the same. I love the fucking meme that says, like, a group of Karens is a complaint. (laughs) (laughs) And then I've seen somebody else said, no, I believe a group of Karens is called a pyramid scheme. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I have worked at restaurants since I was 16. And as you all know, the money is not the
0: best. No kidding.
1: (laughs) So I pick up a side job managing a pool hall slash bar a couple of nights a week. Working on the nine ball tournament night. My husband used to be really big in pool. I don't know what
0: <laughs> nine ball tournament pool means. It's
1: pool, and it's like a diamond, not like a full triangle. Oh, okay. like they only play with nine balls. I, don't
0: know. <laughs> I didn't know it took less balls for the diamond. Uh, I've seen it. I've never played with it. I don't know exactly.
1: <laughs> but anyway, my husband used to be really big in pool when he was working outside of like out of state and stuff he would go and do play pool a lot. So, but I'm awful. I'll go play because there's usually
0: drinking involved. <laughs> <laughs> so that I'm okay with. Yeah, some of my favorite bars are pool hall bars.
1: Right. Pool hall bars. Yeah. All right. On tournament night, we use all but one 7-foot table and allow our tournament players who have to pay to play in the tournament to place their bags on one of the eight-foot tables, leaving three eight-foot tables and one seven-foot table. With that being said, this is my first encounter with Karen. (laughs) So the tournament had just gotten underway, and we started to fill up outside of the tournament, filling up the remaining tables. In comes Karen. Your traditional blonde Bob Karen cut comes walking up to me and asks for a table to be unlocked so she can play. I look around and didn't see any open, so I told her sorry, but one tends to come available every 30 minutes or so. This did not fly. (laughs) She points to the one where the players have their bags and say, we'll take that one. And I say, sorry, ma'am, but that is for our tournament players' equipment. To which she replies with the classic, let me speak to the manager. <laughs> this made me smile for the first time I got to hit a Karen with the good old, I am the manager. <laughs> she starts to scream, where is the owner? I know he's here. He would let me play on it. Which I knew was incorrect. So I politely said, you know what? He's upstairs. I'll go grab him for you. <laughs> So I get up to the owner and he meets me at the steps having watched the whole ordeal from the balcony. He says, Let me guess, Karen wants to speak to me? <laughs> I laughed and explained the situation. He walks down there and tells her the exact same answer I did. So Karen leaves after shouting, Of course. I'll just go to the better pool hall. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Flash forward. It's a non-tournament night, and we are semi-slow. In comes Karen, acting like nothing happened, which was no big deal to me. Her money spends just the same. Yep. (laughs) Right? The night goes on well for the most part. Then came closing time. Karen is sitting at the food bar, talking to a dude nursing a half-empty pitcher she has had since an hour ago. Oh,
0: it's got to be all warm and gross by now. I know, now. right?
1: Like, beer is only good as soon as it's open and it's fucking cold. Like, I can't do warm beer.
0: People let it sit for hours. I've seen
1: it. Ugh, I can't do it. Ugh. Anyway, okay. After last call, I periodically walk around and tell people how long they have until close. Most people get the hint, finish their drinks, and leave. But, oh, not Karen.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh Uh-oh, I I sense trouble brewing.
1: Finally, we hit closing time, and in my state, it is illegal for anyone to be consuming alcohol past your posted hours. So being as the person in charge, I'm pretty lax and will let people chug what they have left before they leave. I walk up to Karen and said, excuse me, ma'am, but it's closing time. You have to leave. And she goes, but I still have half a pitcher. And I said, if you can chug it, you can finish it. (laughs)
0: you want to chug that half pitcher right fucking now (laughs) that half half pitcher of
1: warm ass beer that you've held on for at least an hour now this was not an acceptable answer for karen she said i'm not leaving till i finish it Mm. this is where my job is fun i grab the pitcher and pour it out right in front of her face (laughs) Yay! (laughs) (laughs) And say, sorry, ma'am, but I'm not allowed to have anyone drinking past (laughs) clothes. She lost it. She wants me to call the owner who was at another bar. I obliged, knowing how this is going to go. He told me to ask her to leave, and if she refused, call the police. (laughs) (laughs) She was even more angry at this, claiming what I did was theft, and she wanted the police called with the biggest (laughs) grin... I obliged. <laughs> Police show up, get her statement, then get mine, where I told them exactly what I did, knowing I was in the right. They escorted her out. <laughs> <laughs> they also asked if I wanted her trespassed, and I said no, figuring at this point, why would she come back anyways, right?
0: Uh-oh.
1: Wrong. <laughs> Flash forward. I am at the pool hall, but not working. Karen and her husband. Yes. Yes. She has a husband, and yes, this is the first time he's mentioned. (laughs) 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 They come in to shoot. Literally less than 10 minutes later, Karen is screaming at her husband. So the owner, who was working that night, walks up to try to calm down the situation, and Karen just starts to unload on him, so he tells her to leave. So she leaves alone. 30 minutes later... Karen comes back in and says, I came to get my husband. The owner looks at him and says, are you going with her? And he said, no. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> and the owner told Karen to leave or he would call the cops. Right. She didn't leave. So the cops show up, take her out this time. The owner trespassed her, meaning if she walks through the door, she can be arrested. But wait, there's more. Oh my God. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> she we- did not we called a cab for the husband and closed down. Me and the owner were, sho- were shooting pool while we waited for the bartender and food side to finish closing. And who else but Karen starts pounding on the door. Owner looked at me and goes, "She's about to learn a valuable lesson." Picks up the phone and calls the cops right where she can see through the glass door. <laughs> cops show up try to restrain her until she bit one (gasps) then (laughs) then they scooped her up and hit her with a spine buster triple h would have been proud of and hauled her off to jail
0: damn
1: (laughs) and that is to this day the greatest Justice served against any Karen
0: I've ever met. <laughs> that was a wild ride. Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you bit a fucking cop, bro? Who bites a cop? Like, come on. Come on. Don't <laughs> cops. Oh, my gosh. I could never be a cop. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not if I have to deal with Karens all the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> like That's worse than the actual crimes out in the world. <laughs> Karens.
1: <laughs> so Lexi and I are starting our third hard seltzer. And after we finish this episode, we're going to go and record a mini-sode. So if you guys want to hear us really drunk, you'll have to tune in for Patreon mini number eight.
0: Oh my gosh. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through those stories. We may
1: not be fully coherent.
0: (laughs) We'll see. It'll be an experiment. (laughs) Cheers to that, bro. (laughs) Cheers. All right. So my second story. It's called Small Acts of Kindness. Most stories about pizza guy deliveries usually end up being horror stories. But this one is wholesome and I wanted to share it. Aww. Last week, I delivered to an elderly couple. The woman told me to come in and place the pizza on the counter so she didn't have to lift it. So I did. Her husband was seated on the couch, and it was on an oxygen tank. Hardly mobile. Both of them have long hair and sort of look like old hippies. (laughs) Gotta love them. The house is very quaint, and it's very clear they don't have much money. She signs the ticket and gives me a decent tip and then asks if i happen to have any quarters that she can exchange for a dollar i say yes i just have to run out to my car and grab them as i do so she quickly apologizes and says that her husband loves to collect quarters i come back and give them to her after which she thanks me several times and i say it's no problem and then leave Uh, this week i recognized the address on the ticket before going in And I brought a quarter in with me just to give to her. After I gave her the pizza, I give it to her saying, I remembered your husband collects quarters. Uh, She smiles a little sheepishly then says, Oh, I don't have any change for it. I quickly respond by saying, I just wanted to give it to her. She absolutely beams and says, let me give you a kiss on the cheek. She does this and says, I know I shouldn't do that with the virus going around, (laughs) but it's nice to know there are still people around with good hearts. (laughs) I laugh and tell her it's no problem and head out. I had no idea she would react like that to such a small gesture, but it really made my night. Sometimes this job can be truly gratifying.
1: Sometimes you get those good interactions. You know, in, even if it's just like the smallest thing.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. Cute. And I'm going nice to open up content. this shit show again.
0: <laughs> it was a nice little walk we had through the park. It was a nice moment. <laughs> and here we are. Um. At Lava Falls.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Back into the hellfire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. I think this is the most Karen thing I've ever had to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> this happened while working customer service at a grocery store. Strawberries were $4.99 a pack with a BOGO deal. Karen comes to customer service with her receipt and tells me she didn't get free strawberries. I check the receipt and see that they are ringing up one at $2.50 and the second at $2.49. I tell her that either the signage or the coding is wrong, but she was still only charged $4.99 for two packs of berries. Her response, but I didn't get any free berries. I paid for both packs. (laughs) I tried to explain basic math to her, but she's not having it. We are trying to cheat her out of her free berries. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> so, I ask for both packs of her berries and her receipt. I refund the berries and hand her $4.99. Then, I ring up one pack and price override so it shows up as four ninety nine on her receipt. I ring up the second and price ride it, so it says zero, on her receipt. I tell her the total is $4.99, and... Instead of giving me back the 499 that I just gave her, oh my God she gives me a10 dollar bill. What the fuck Whatever I make change, give her the new receipt and ask if she needs anything else.
0: <laughs> wow, no, it keeps going. Oh my God, it's not done. It's not done. what <laughs> It gets much worse. Oh no. She then
1: asks to speak to the manager because she wants to make sure both the cashier and I get written up for working together to try to scam people out of their free berries. Wow. (laughs) Manager is confused. Again, tries to explain math. And eventually just tells the lady to leave. Go away. (laughs) Because she's still arguing that we are trying to scam her by charging for free berries. Later in the day, the regional manager calls. Oh, no. (laughs) And has me explain my side of the story because she escalated it all the way to his manager. Wow. She went past the regional manager. That's insane. She never did accept that we weren't trying to scam her and repeatedly said she had to watch out for herself whenever she came back there to shop. Because, you know, math is too hard for people who've never worked retail. (laughs) How in the fuck? (laughs) What I fucking love (sighs) is... Is that she gave her back the $4.99 and then re rings it up. So it's still $4.99 and expects the lady to hand back the $4.99 and be like, "Mm, yeah, that's right. But instead, she fucking gets in her purse and gets out a 10.
0: That is a whole new level of stupid. That is a whole new level of stupid. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) She said, no, 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 this is mine now. You gave it to me. It's mine. Look at me. Look at me. (laughs) This is my change now. (laughs) Oh, you want change? Oh, my God. You have new change. You can't have this change. This is my change now.
1: (laughs) I am captain of this ship. (laughs)
0: Like... Sometimes I'll see stories, right? Or I'll hear stories. And I'm like, that can't be real. <laughs> and then i run into these fucking people and I'm like, oh my God, it's all real. It's so real. It's so fucking it's real. It's so
1: real, you guys.
0: You know what's really funny? You know the Karen spike thingy? The like mm. dyke spike?
1: The dyke spikes. It used to be an emo haircut and no, now it's a fucking Karen it was a Karen, Karen haircut.
0: haircut first and emo boys took it. <laughs> and it was Fair the enough. funniest thing for me because I watched my aunt hate her own haircut because <laughs> <laughs> it was so fashionable. Of sudden, every boy on the block best. had the same haircut. They Including were my brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lexi had a bit of a soft spot for it. I didn't. He didn't have that hair at that point. It, it was It had grown out a bit.
0: Yeah, I never saw it, and it's full Karen. Okay, he he had the spikes for sure.
1: I have a awful selective color photo that I edited up, you know, back in the day of when selective color was cool and awesome. I have an awful photo of my brother, (laughs) full emo. I'm talking. I'm talking guy liner and the fucking nails done. And, you know, his nails were painted black with Sharpie.
0: (laughs) They weren't painted. They were colored. Yes.
1: And and he's in a fucking graveyard.
0: (laughs) I wake up and just think about death all the time because death and crows. I'm so. The afterlife. Deep and brooding. Brooding. (laughs) Yeah.
1: love you he doesn't listen but my parents do (laughs) (laughs) you're like it wasn't a
0: roast it was a light toasting
1: (laughs) i had that bitch preheated okay (laughs) 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 anyway all right demographics
0: (laughs) is that where we're at (laughs) i wasn't sure what planet we were even on (laughs) Demographics. Mm-mm. Oh, Dim shit. You know, it doesn't sound right when you say it like that. <laughs> it sounded a little dirty. All right. So, Amy, who we got in first place?
1: We got Tigard, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Number two. <laughs> Lexi. <laughs> Number two. Chicago,
1: Illinois. All right. We have a tie for third. We do. We get Indianapolis, Indiana. And Calgary,
0: Alberta, Canada. Hey. Look at y'all. Who's going to take the cake, huh? mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. And then last but not least, in fourth, we have Franklin, Indiana.
1: Hey, they came back. Hey. They did. (laughs) Back to the top four. Before we do our sign off quote, I just wanted to remind you guys to send us your stories. Yeah. We know you got some stories, so send them to us, yo.
0: I know you got some tea. Come on.
1: You could call us. You can literally call us, you guys. You can fucking call us and leave us voicemails and we'll play them
0: on the fucking podcast. I wish we could have had Mike Jones' phone number. Who? Literally a whole age range of people would have known exactly what the fuck the number was without even being told. All right. Drunk Amy is going to read off this phone number. (laughs) You're going to read, you say. i doing it online. It's a fantastic ride. It's great. (laughs)
1: 317-426-7829.
0: Give us a call. Send call us your stories.
1: Us, leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the podcast. That number again, 317-426-7829. All right, Lexi, you got our sign-off quote? I do. This one comes from Kevin Hart. Of course it does, because it wouldn't be a podcast of ours without a
0: Kevin Hart reference. It can't, can't help it, all we right? We
1: love you, Kevin. Not a sponsor. But you should. You could. Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. He's talking about success. He says, the best tip I could give you is to be active. So many people talk about what they want to do, and they just love words. Put actions behind your words. Don't be a talker. Be a doer. A doer. Be a doer. A doer. All right, guys.
1: We're going to go record a minisode now. <laughs>
0: may the odds be ever in our favor <laughs>
1: <laughs> love you bye bye make sure you go and like our facebook page confessions of retail all the tea also find our group fans of confessions of retail all the tea don't forget to find us on twitter we
0: are at corat pod
1: yeah we are
0: Korat for life yo corat for life yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on.
1: Amy and Lexi.
0: Signing off. was a titan cast episode